0: Right, welcome back to The Beautiful Game podcast, the show that invites fans from around the world to discuss their favourite club, the highs, the lows, and any other topic in the world of football. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time, uh, we'll be talking about something very, very interesting. Um, You see, when you think about India, you don't think of football. You think about cricket. Um, But football is rising in popularity, and that's why I wanted to bring my friend Utkarsh Saraswat On from the It's a Silly World podcast, Uh, I ask him questions about what the reaction was um, for India to host one of the greatest uh, Under-17s World Cup finals tournaments. um, How football has risen in popularity in India um, and how it's competing with cricket. Along with whether it is true that in 1950 India refused to play or uh, to play in the World Cup finals because they weren't allowed to play barefoot, all of this and more on the Beautiful Game podcast. So, Utkarsh, um, I just want to start off by sort of asking you a few um, quick fire questions just to get to know you a bit. The first question I want to ask yeah. you is: What was your
1: first football memory? Um, so. My my whole relationship with football has been a little bit weird because I sort of started watching football regularly just a couple of years ago. But okay. I have been watching like on and off for a while. So my first big memory that I remember was uh, during the whole transfer debacle of Cristiano Ronaldo from United to Madrid. Yeah. because So basically my cousin got me into football and he was a big Manchester United fan. Mm. and because during that time like the whole narrative wasn't really good and it was a big issue at United so that was my biggest memory like my first memory that I properly remember
0: Okay, oh, that's weird because mine is quite similar, I never actually I, I'm a United fan um, and I never actually watched Ronaldo play for United because I was never into football, I only started becoming into football after the 2010 World Cup uh, I yeah, knew yeah. nothing about football until the 2010 World Cup where I for um for a really weird reason i spotted netherlands so i didn't even spot england i spotted netherlands i just liked the team um and uh, what happened was in school we um everyone in school we picked a country out of a hat and we had to pick we that was the team that we had to support in the world cup and whoever got got the right country that won it which was spain they'd get a prize at the end and so i picked out netherlands i knew nothing about football about football at the time and i picked it i was like all right okay I thought, oh, they're a rubbish team. Never heard of them because they weren't... In, I knew that England were OK, Germany were OK, Spain were good. You know, that's it. And then I picked out another... And then they, they eventually got to, I think, the finals. So uh, that's when my, fo- my love for football sort of uh, increased. So did you, is that when you started getting into football or did you properly get into football uh, later down the line? Uh,
1: it is kind of a little bit similar to your story. Basically, I have this uh, uh, sort of a, like a bigger brother figure that lives in my neighbourhood. So, he was a massive uh, football fan and he used to buy football shirts and stuff. So, one, uh, I remember this one time that he got a couple of shirts and it did not fit him right. So, he was like, would you want one? And I was like, sure. And yeah. one of them was Netherlands uh, Netherlands shirts. The oh, second wow. one was Manchester United. And, like, the Manchester United blew away one. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I've seen that one. That one looks nice.
1: Yeah, one was that. And I think the third one was um, Indian like the Indian football one, so that's the biggest reason that I got attracted to United because yeah. I already knew about like the whole Ronaldo thing, and then that happened, and it was like, yeah, let's just follow this. Like, let's follow if this. I'm yeah. to, if I'm going to wear this shirt, at least I should know something about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, I love how our, um how mutually we we uh, it's in that we like we had the Netherlands as our, our at the beginning of our, our football story. Um, uh, the second no, question I've got is favorite footballer, my first favourite
1: footballer was Wesley Schneider
0: oh okay wow well do you know it's weird because that is actually the next question is which who is the first oh. um, player that you admired yeah so it's Wesley Schneider is it right okay um, so what is that because you saw him play for Netherlands and you just because he was phenomenal yeah, exactly. at that that period he
1: was great like I, he, especially at that time when I started to take interest into football he was like at his peak he was, yeah. he was one of the best strikers that there was at that point of time mm. so it was kind of like it was very obvious he was brilliant he was a brilliant midfielder and
0: uh, I, there's many people and I think I slightly do agree that he should have won he should have won the um the uh the Ballon d'Or the year that Inter Milan won the Champions League yeah yeah, yeah. because they got he got to a Champions League he got to a, a World Cup final he won the treble uh he was so he won the Serie A the Champions League and the the uh, the league cup in Italy, which I can't remember what it's called. Um, okay. I, he should have won the he should have won the Ballon d'Or that year. He was amazing. I did I did fall in love with Wesley when I when I started watching Netherlands. Um, uh, my next um, so, I mean, sort of, you support Man United, yeah? You still support United, yeah? yeah? If you had to nice. support another team that wasn't in the top six, so you can't choose the top sort of teams, which team would you support?
1: Uh, okay, so I have a couple of favorites as of right now. So I really love Wolves. Okay. Because like I am a big fan of like a come-up story. Mm. And I have watched that with Wolves. Like I have watched them come up from championship. I have watched them build their squad and like with the whole uh, getting as many Portuguese players as possible. Yeah. And then now here they are. Like they are actually a contender for top six in the coming few years if they go on yeah, at yeah. this rate. So Wolves are one. Other than that, uh, West West Brom are one because just because of the fact that I used to play with West Brom in my like football manager team. Oh
0: okay. All right. So you played football manager, yeah.
1: Did you yeah, win the Champions
0: League? Did you win the Champions League with West uh, Brom? Never. No, you like, ne- you didn't win it.
1: it. It was kind of like at some point you have to decide whether you want to keep on with the like you want to keep on going with the same team and probably invest a lot more time into it, or just take the easier route and get the next best job available into just- Yeah. Just move on. All right, okay,
0: fair enough. Um, so I mean the reason why I sort of got you on um this the podcast with Karsh is because um uh I sort of I came across a video, I can't remember, it was a few weeks ago and it was about the, uh, the Indian Super League, um, the ISL, uh, which is like the Indian Indian uh, Football League, is like the top division in India. And yes. the, the, the the increase in popularity in India with, with football, uh, because when you think of India, you normally do think of cricket as the number one team. I mean, in, India have always had yeah. a phenomenal cricket team. They've won the World Cup before, they always play well, they've had some amazing players in the past. Um, and so for football to solve, I remember when I went to Bangladesh and, Obviously, Bangladesh and India are two separate countries, but Bangladesh is quite similar as well in the sense that um, cricket is the number one sport. Um, and when I went there, there was very little talk about football. I mean, football would be on, and I watched it a little bit, um, but it was it was very rare to sort of um, to uh, to for for everyone to be into football. Everyone was into cricket. So I think my my first sort of question is now that India, the football in in India is rising in popularity. How far away is it from being on the level that cricket is? Is it still extremely far away or is it... I mean,
1: if you compare to cricket, it's, like, very far away still. Okay. Like, of course, there's been a lot of improvements in the past few years since ISL became a thing. Before that, it was I-League and nobody really... Like, there wasn't much interest in I-League because... I think in India, especially, like, with cricket there is a lot of craze with ipl which is a cricket league yeah and it is mostly because in the ipl the teams that are participating are associated with a certain place and it's usually like throughout the india yeah so even the people that don't normally watch cricket are kind of like okay i support this team because i have, i live here like my mom doesn't watch cricket all that much mm. but in the whenever we go to ipl matches i'm like whenever I asked her, like, do you want to go see a match? And she's like, okay. And she's always supporting Kolkata Night Riders, which is the yeah. local team. She has no idea about probably who is in the team. Mm. But it's like it's a well, it's the association. Connection. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it's so it's because, the yeah.
1: place, and not even the team.
0: Mm. And like but you want your of area to do well.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So with football, previously there wasn't this nationwide team which is why it never really connected with a lot of people. And now that with the ISL thing, there's a lot of teams that are from very different areas. Now people have more areas to choose from to support. Like, if even if I don't have an immediate local team, there will be some local team like in Around. the neighborhood. Yeah.
0: yeah. So like now you've got like sure. teams like Mumbai and Chennai and Kolkata and yeah. etc. And so that, so it, it's, it's, it's sort of spread everyone everyone can
1: have someone yeah so it's definitely on the rising but I think it's a lot lot there's a lot more work that needs to be put into football and like a lot more focus needs to be given to football if it ever achieves the level that we had with cricket
0: yeah I mean to be fair the the IPL is is regarded as as the best cricket league in the world because it has the best players all of the top players play in the IPL, you know, from yeah. England, from Sri Lanka, from India, obviously, uh, from New Zealand, South Africa, they all get together and they play in, in the IPL. And that's probably why it has so many eyes on it. And slowly and slowly, once, you, once, once the ISL does the sort of same thing and, and improves, then ultimately the, the eyes will sort of go, go on on the ISL as well. And to move on from that point, like India in tw- 2017 hosted um, the fir- their first ever FIFA recognised uh, tournament, which was the Under-17 World Cup. And that, I actually found out that that World Cup, the Under-17 one, was actually recognised as the most successful Under-17 World Cup that there's ever been. So I sort of just want to ask you, initially, what was that like? What was the the people of India's reaction to being able to host the Under-17 World Cup and and how has that sort of changed everyone's perception of football in the country?
1: So... I think initially it was very exciting, especially for us football fanatics that were already interested in the sport. And even for the people that weren't really interested in football, it was still kind of a thing. Because in India, we always had this thing, like we want to be included in everything. So that happened with F1 when basically Budha National Circuit was formed and we had F1 for a couple of seasons. There was a huge, huge hype about it. So, when we got to know that India will be hosting the Under-17 football, even though, like, nobody really knew the players, but yeah, there was still the hype of, like, yes, we are actually hosting a tournament that is officially recognized, and which was yeah. a big thing. Now, here's the thing about India, though, when it comes to football. India is divided into this two to three regions. Like, there's the northeast part of, like, Bengal and the Northeastern states like Sikkim and Manipur, which are very hugely into football. Like, in these places, football is actually a sport that is very popular. And then there's the region of, like, Western coast, uh, considering Mumbai and Bangalore, which is also very big into the sport. But then there's a majority of the region in, like, the northern India of, like, which, ha- which is the most of the population of India, to be fair. And okay. they are not much into football because there's just not much awareness about it. Like, I belong to the Northern India, like my hometown is in Northern India, and it's near the capital. When I'm here, I get to play football a lot more because I get to have those grounds in which I can play football. Okay. However, in Northern India, you don't get football fields. You just have... A small ground, and mostly everybody is interested in playing cricket. They don't want to play okay. football. Okay. So, so there's a lot. Free-
0: yeah. Sorry, so basically,
1: the these, these were very hyped, but the northern India wasn't as much affected. Okay. So how do you think that?
0: Will do you think the nor, nor, uh, northern India will ever sort of get into it, and
1: and how what do you think is sort of stopping northern India from getting into football? I think, I think there will eventually be a rise in the Northern India, because um, like, there's two parts to it. First part is, now that Delhi has his own team, maybe there will be a local connection there. And secondly, because of the local teams, now there will be people from these states that will get into the national team. And when someone from your particular local area gets into the national team, then there's a sort of pride when he performs well. Yeah. Like, Mumbai feels a very special uh, joy whenever Sachin used to perform well in cricket. Same Mm. with, like, West Bengal. Uh, Saurabh Ganguly is a massive figure in West Bengal because he was a great cricketer. So, India kind of needs that kind of thing with football. Like, there needs to be more players from all these northern places so that when those players perform well in international football, they will be proud of it. And they will yeah. be more interested in it. It's, it's, it's really interesting that you say that because
0: in England, it is actually quite similar as well. The, the Premier League, um, in terms, oh, sorry, well, not the Premier League, but the English, the England squad um, and the team that gets sort of called up to play usually consist of players that have come from down south that are from the southern regions, the London clubs yeah. in particular. That's where the bulk is. And uh, it wasn't until sort of Man United came in and they had their academy the class of 90 uh the class of 92 um where they um where you had all these players i'd come from around the manchester area all of a sudden now being not only you know champions league winners but also some of the best players in the world you know the likes of paul Scholes, uh the likes of gary neville gary neville is only like from about 20 20 25 minutes away from where i lived so it was really close and it was um that sort of brought in and like sort of broke the barrier of, or it's only the South that plays football or the South that are good at football. When you sort of get, and but it's still the case. It's still an issue where you have the North, Northern players don't tend to play for England. It's usually the Southern players, you know, a player like New, from Newcastle isn't going to be playing because the top teams, your Chelsea's, your Tottenham's, you know, maybe your Arsenal's, um, they're going to, you know, they're, they're the players that are going to go into the, the England squad. So it's interesting. We've got, there's like a similar story between England and India. Um, yeah, definitely. But I think in India, it's even more important. You know, when a player from a certain area goes up, like in India, there's so much more, and this isn't to disrespect England, but there's so much more of a together feeling in countries like India, countries like Bangladesh and South Asia. Yeah. And so when one of your guys, someone that went to a school that was close to you or maybe an area that's close to you, gets all the way to the national squad, it must be like, wow, we need to support him. Everyone, you know, people that who don't know anything about football, all of a sudden, they support the team that that guy plays
1: for. Yeah, definitely. It it definitely happens. Like, we, I uh, saw this with a cricketer called Mohamed Shami. He basically used to be a baller for a team, like for a college team that is 20 minutes from my hometown hmm. near Delhi. And when he got selected for the national team and he made a big debut, and everybody was sort of so hyped up. Like that day, India lost when he made his debut. Uh, or I think his second match. But because he performed really well, everybody was celebrating. Yeah. It was like, yeah, maybe we did not have the best result, but our player, it was it was that sort of feel like it's not player of india it's our player yeah he, yeah. Belo- he belongs he belongs to, to our to community.
0: yeah 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 and he sort of represents you and like he gives you that sort yeah. of belief that oh i can do something as well if he can do it and he's from here you know it gives you that sort of belief that you can do the same thing and i think you know when young people see that like really young kids they see a player and then their parents tell them oh he went to your school or he went to that school and it's only over there Then that player, that that kid almost you know goes oh you know what? i can do it as well and that sort of thing is going to help India sort of, uh, or, the, or it's going to help football in India sort of rise more and more, which is ultimately a good thing. You want more yeah. competition for the world. You know, you want more competition in the, in the World Cup. Um, it is interesting. The, um, I, I saw a story, and I don't know if you know this, one. you probably do, is that in, in, in 1950, England actually, uh, in England, India actually qualified to play in the World Cup finals, so to play in the actual tournament. And, and apparently, they refused to play in the World Cup finals because they weren't allowed to play barefoot. Is that true? Yeah. So
1: I actually don't know because there's kind of like very different narratives about it. Yes, I have heard their stories so many times. Yeah, yeah. And I laughed when I, I heard it. I thought
0: it was brilliant. I want it to be true.
1: Yeah, seriously, I want it to be true because it's like that's such an underdog story. And like, I think as in, if you want to push an agenda, and, or if you want to push a story regarding football, I think that's the best, perfect, like, narrative that you can push. Like, we, we are such an underdog that we performed so well, reached there, we were refused because we didn't have the facilities. And now yes. you can build it back to that. Mm. that that's that. an amazing thing if that were true. But there's definitely been a part of the supporters that have been saying, like, no, it's just all made up to, like, hit oh, okay. the hype and stuff. I feel like India should pretend it's true
0: and just like, be like, listen, look at, because yeah, if, I mean, if you, if, if, you, if everyone hears this story, the story they'll not? be so much more
1: interested in Indian football. Yeah, and definitely. And if it helps you, like, if it helps to get the support for the particular sub- uh, sport, definitely go for it. Mm. Brilliant. Um. So my
0: next sort of question, just to sort of carry on from the World Cup is, is how close have India recently got to qualifying for the World Cup Finals and, and how close are they to actually getting there, in your opinion?
1: I feel like we are, we are a very inconsistent team, to be fair. Like, mm. India, the national team, is very inconsistent. We are sort of Manchester United in the current season. You okay. can win to Liverpool one day and then lose to Sheffield United the other day. Don't talk about that, Oatkarish. Don't talk about that. That was too depressing. <laughs> It it was. It really was. Like, India is that team. Like, we can be really good. Like, the quality of football can be so good in one match that you feel like, okay, we are actually building up good football. And then the next day, it's such spammy football. Like, nobody is really under the control. And the ball is just bouncing all over the place. So, it's like, we need to definitely have that Consistency and we need to have a style of play. I think Indian teams really lack a particular style of play. Like, you know, when you think about some teams, you yeah. immediately get an idea of what the team plays like. Like, say, you immediately think about short passing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Might have disconnected. Um, just again. i have disconnected, yah. Uh, no, it uh, it hasn't disconnected. Uh,
0: yeah, it's just it's just thinking. Um.
1: Just a second. Just a second. Uh, I'm just thinking.
0: I'll invite you to another call, Utkarsh. Yeah. Invite another call. So the last thing that we sort of mentioned before it cut off was about how India don't sort of have a style of play, uh, unlike Spain, where it's like the short passes, and like Germany, where it's like having tall players crossing in the box. Um, like so. So yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you continue with that?
1: Yeah. We... Yeah. So what I was saying is like. When you think about all these things, like the big things, and you instantly can think about a few things that they do tactically. With India, it's like we try a few stuff normally, and if that doesn't work, we don't actually have a proper system that we can fall back on. Mm, like a plan B. If you consider the current Liverpool, like, go the flanks. But if that doesn't work, they actually like uh, have different other strategies like going through the middle to, uh, use Thiago and all of that stuff. But with India, it's like if one thing doesn't work, we don't have a fallback strategy. So you need to develop that. And to develop that, you need certain types of players that you will get upon scouting young talent. Now, in India, the current situation with scouting young talent is not up to the mark. Because obviously, for all the different reasons, um, I, I, if I remember correctly, there were a few steps taken towards that. Like there were some big investments being made to get, uh, like, to scout young talents that mm-hmm. are really good at football. So I think if that comes into play, and if we can actually have, like, in England, if you consider in the past few years, you have Reece James, the likes of Mukai Saka and then Jadon Sancho or Mason Greenwood and all these guys, Trent Alexander, arnold Like these guys are so young, but they are mm-hmm. already there. And in, in India, it's like, I probably don't think at this point, if a person is playing really good football at uh, as a 19-year, 20-year-old, nobody is going to say like you should try for the national team. It just remains kind of that thing like yeah, he. Play, uh, you remember that guy that plays with me in the field? Yeah, he's a good footballer. And it's just that. Like, there's no scouting process and there's no, like, true trials yeah. or stuff. So if we have that in place, you can get players that can fit into a particular system. And now, at that point, the managers and the coaches can actually form a style of play depending on the strengths of yeah. the players that they have. So, so we definitely are, like, we are quite close given our current thing. But it's not to the point that I can say that, yes, in the, uh, give me this year's time and we will qualify. Okay. So, I mean,
0: the players and the manager, they're not, full, they're not full-time, are they? they? Are they full-time? Or, like, do they have other jobs or do they full-time commit to No, like,
1: I, I, I think there are a couple of them that are not full-time, but mostly, yeah. Oh, okay, so
0: that, it, is, it is like a full-time job, so there is sort of an incentive for young people to go Oh, you know what? You're good. Try it out. It's a good job, you know, and you can play football and, like, maybe you can do something.
1: Like, that's quite lacking, actually. That's the what one was that, thing sorry? Really you you, you like, disconnected there. What's quite lacking? That particular thing of, like, having an incentive, like, there's not really that big of an incentive. Mm. Like, with cricket, if you make it, you are probably a millionaire. In our country, and I'm very embarrassed to talk about this, but I remember there was a time last year or like the year before where our captain had to post a message on his socials that please come and watch us. Oh. And it so that shows you like people are not really interested to the point there is the contract and stuff. There is more money now mm. than there has ever been, but it's not really to the mark. That family can be or should be for someone. Really, you have to just think like, yes, I'm going to be a footballer.
0: No, oh, wow, okay. So, I mean, it's not like you haven't got. You mean you've got the population. You you know you've got one of the world's biggest populations. Um, you've got yeah. loads of people, so there's a lot of. Pe- there's a huge audience there, and that's why a lot of these Premier League clubs are now sort of entering into the Indian market. Like, I think last year or the year before, uh, Man United made a, a, an entire in, uh, Indian Twitter account dedicated to Indi- um, India. Um, and like it, it, it tweeted out in Indian, uh, in Hindi, sorry, um, because there's, there's a huge market there. And I think once you have a certain player that can come in, maybe not to the Premier League, maybe to the Championship or just somewhere in the European stage, I think that will sort of bring it to light. Because I think a lot of these teams are looking to capitalise on the Indian market, similar to how um, a lot of Premier League teams when uh, Asian players, like um, South Korean players or Japanese players, started to come in. The clubs wanted these players, not just because they were good players, but also because, you know, like, I guarantee the majority of South Korean football fans support Tottenham because of Hung min sun yeah? yeah. Uh, equally, um, when United have Jason Park, We've got that whole market, you know, I was, I was wherever. To... Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and it was funny because no one actually talked about this. When we got rid of, when, when Jason Park um, left us, we ended up, in that summer, we went and bought Shinji Kagawa, another Asian player. And like, obviously Kagawa was good, but one of the reasons why United were so happy to spend money to buy him was because, oh, well, we've lost an Asian player. We need to get another one. And you sort of need that slow development and I think over the next few years you'll have Premier League clubs coming into India and go there could be some real talents here that we could get for real cheap bring them over, bring the family over and one, we'll get the whole support of India, we could sell so many shirts to India and two we could have a really good player on our hands because none of the other teams will be looking at him and I think that's what you need, I think over time it will sort of happen and to sort of carry on from that conversation is are there any sort of young players already right now? I mean, you sort of touched on it. There, there, there isn't that sort of incentive. But I mean, is there someone that you sort of see and you go, oh, this guy could, he could go play in Europe. Maybe not the Premier League, but somewhere in Europe.
1: So um, I cannot exactly remember the name, but there's this guy who plays um, for go- uh, Goa in the ISL. I, I don't know. I am not remembering his name, but he's, like, really good. And I'm not saying, like, he's Premier League level yet. Yeah. But, like, put him in a Brentford team in, like, Championship. Yeah, yeah. And he can actually work. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a couple of players. Like, uh, I don't know if you, <laughs> if this made rounds in, like, uh, internationally, but there was this stat going on I think last year or so that it's in the official records, our captain actually has a lot of goals and assists. Like, is yeah. it is somewhere comparable to, like, Messi or Cristiano's stat. Yeah, I think I do remember seeing something like that. Yeah, so obviously because uh, he is not playing against opponents to that level. But, like, that's a crazy stat to have if you are in this particular mm. level at right now. Like, if he has that uh, kind of performance against these opponents, Maybe put him in like a bit better environment and a bit better facilities, and put him against those bigger opponents. And yeah, he will not be putting these stats, but definitely an output will be there. Hundred percent, and it, it just carries obviously on. obviously like... cannot predict it. Unless... What was that? Sorry. I mean, I'm saying we cannot exactly predict it unless we see it. Mm, yeah, and these players need the opportunity, they need the facilities, and that's
0: why I'm confident that it might not be a Premier League team, it might be you know a German League team or someone like that that comes in and goes, Maybe we can get some players, maybe we can, maybe we can. Because all these, uh, this is what I don't understand. You've got India, a huge population, right? You've got this massive market. Let's say Inter Milan go over to India or something like that, and they go, We're gonna go there, we'll play a friendly. And then we're going to sell some shirts and maybe we'll just look around and see if there's anything. You get one player or even if they just go over and play, that's it. You've got a whole country that supports Inter Milan, a whole country that wants Inter Milan shirts that's interested, you know. And I think that will eventually happen.
1: Okay, so there was this incident that happened a few years ago. Basically, uh, Lionel Messi came to India and especially to West Bengal, where I live. Oh wow! And I remember at that. Point, now here's the thing: like West Bengal is very crazy about the whole Madrid versus Barcelona thing already. Mm. And I remember like there was such a surge in the number of people that were wearing Barcelona kit during those days. It's like it was so common to watch someone in the street uh, wearing a messy shirt. Yeah. So that's definitely. That's definitely. A- the thing, like, all these teams, if they could come and play, like, a friendly with the... I say even play a friendly with the national team. Or, like, the winners of the particular ISL season. You will have a much big, like, audience here. And at Mm -hmm. the same time, you have a lot of merchandise sales as well. Yeah. And 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 it will just help to grow. ISL. Uh, So, I don't know how... What's the extent of the whole relationship, but apparently, like, Atletico Madrid has a team here, and then, uh, I think, Mumbai City are kind of in association with Manchester City. Oh. So, that relationship has really been building, uh, which is, a, which is one thing that I'm really excited about. Like, if that happens, it's so good for the Indian football team. Mm. But, yeah, I would like to see uh, that relationship grow and, like, have friendlies yearly. Like, Maybe one every pre-season make a friendly match with yeah. that particular team. I mean, I don't see
0: why not. I think it would be a really good opportunity. Particularly, maybe not for the Premier League yet, yeah. but particularly for, you know, in the German League, because they have a winter break in, in Germany from football. Maybe during the winter break, yeah. you do friend, you go over to India. It's a nice, warm country. The players will love it. They go over there, they play a play game. Okay, it, it won't be, you know, amazing facilities and an amazing pitch, We'll get to explore, explore India, you know, promote the club and promote merchandise. There's an opportunity that I guarantee you in the next, i say in the next five well, years, we're going to see a huge, huge increase in, in
1: support for Indian, uh, Indian football. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Like mm. The support is constantly increasing and if something like that happens, it will be a big catalyst to the growth of the sport in India. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, can, I, I can actually relate to this potentially happening. Sorry, what was that? Uh,
1: basically, uh, there was this, I think it was during the earlier stages of lockdown last year. So the for, uh, our captain was in conversation with a coach and they were ha- basically, on, it was an Instagram live. And in that particular conversation, it was revealed that there were plans for Iniesta to come to the ISL when oh. he was retiring. Yeah, yeah. Which would have re- like I feel like it would have been such a big thing to been yeah, be Like I don't care if he's 40 or 45, bring a 50-year-old Iniesta here just for the brand value. Like yeah, yeah. it at least establishes that yes, there are peers that are willing to come here. Because mm. if Iniesta comes here, there will be younger talents who are not up to that level that will be willing to take a chance with ISL. Mm. Oh, yeah, 100%, because
0: it brings that sort of recognition to it. And I think you need, I mean, it it perfectly goes on to sort of my next point or question is is that the All India Football Federation, the AIFF, they've laid out a strategic plan to increase, you know, ISL viewership. So it's more opportunities for women uh, using technology, um, and you know those sort of things, and in investing more, because I think the big thing is, and it's always, is money. Investing money into facilities, investing money into pitches, investing money into young players, um, and it's an issue in this country as well, because they they're constantly talking about grassroots. They want to put more money into grassroots football and lower leagues, because you've got the Premier League who earn millions, millions, millions every hundreds of millions every year, and that money needs to start filtering down to the lower leagues, because it'll help the lower leagues and it'll help young people. And like in China, you see these big players, or these players going for big wages. You know, Jackson Martinez is one of the one of the best paid players in the world. You know, uh, Oscar. Um, so many of these players who are not mm. the world's best, but they're still going over and and earning more than players that are better than them. And I think that maybe yeah. is how India could potentially sort of bring in a player like Iniesta. Like imagine if Messi goes to. India after, he, uh, you know, at the end of his contract, just to like be like, yeah, you know, I'll play three games for you know or you know, something like, or if, if, if Mumbai City yeah, is I mean, with, with Man City, then that could be really good, because Man City, the, the 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 owners of the City group, the, the um, yeah, Abu Dhabi, yeah, owners, they could do something like that, where they could be like, alright, Aguero, you know, maybe not Aguero, but, you know, for example, they go, Aguero, you're at the end of your contract, we want you to play in the MLS, MLS but Before you do that, we want you to play two two games for our Mumbai team and then you can go to the MLS. Imagine what that would do.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you actually want that, take a player that is, um, I mean, I think the best example for this would be Chelsea. They have so much talent that they don't need, that they constantly let the players go out on loan. Uh, like Lucas Pirazon, who moved yeah. to Bra- uh, Portugal this window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if players like that, like, you are eventually going to loan, loan them out because you don't need them, evidently. Mm. So, if you can loan one of those players out to, like, a partner club in India or, like, similar countries like India, then that's a huge boost for that particular country. Mm.
0: You need those policies. And, and like that. Yeah. Helps. Yeah, you need those partner partner clubs because Man City have done it very well. Is they've got cl- they've got they've obviously got uh, they've got a team in the MLS. They've got Man City. They've got a team. Uh, they've got uh, a team. I think in Canada or something like that, um, or in Austria, something like that. Um, and if they have got another team in India as well, I think having those sort of players in that group and being able to go, yeah, you're going to play here, play two games, for these lot. I think it will just ultimately help, um, help help Indian football and. It could pave the way for something amazing because imagine if you start seeing India as a force, you know, in the World Cup or just playing well in the world. Do you remember Costa Rica? I think it was in the twenty fourteen World Cup, where they looked so good. Um, I don't know if you're still there, with Kush.
1: Hello. Uh, I I don't know. Like I can hear your voice, but. Can you hear me? Oh, I've lost him again. Uh
0: hello. Yeah. yeah? Hello? Yeah, I can okay, yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, Zoom for some reason crash. Yeah.
0: Um, so I was just saying about like, do you remember Costa Rica in, in 2014 World Cup where they were the underdogs and they would oh. do so well. So if something like if a story like that for I India could come. Pissed.
1: What's that? Like I was very pissed uh, in that first game. Um where Costa Rica lost, I was like, like, as I said earlier, I love an underdog story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was so patient in that first game against Brazil where, like, uh, the ref made a couple of really bad decisions, and I was like, dude, just let it be. <laughs> like, <laughs> just let Costa Rica underdog. win.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm totally glad yeah. that could happen, and it will be interesting. Now, I do know the internet connection is, is, is not the best between us two. So, I sort of want to end it on this final question to you, Akash. Is, why do you love the beautiful game that is football?
1: Okay. Um, I don't know. Actually, I have been thinking about this because up until like two years ago, I was a massive cricket fan. Like, nobody, watches, nobody really watches test cricket all that much because it is five-day long. And I used to watch mm. entirety of my test matches. Like, I would yeah. sit there and watch 5 day wow. cricket.
0: Fair No, I never watched a full test match. I'll watch T20. I'll watch a 50-over game, but that's it. I won't watch a test match.
1: So I was always, like, really interested in the technical stuff. Like, how do you swing a ball and stuff. And suddenly, like, in the past couple of years, I joined my college uh, football team. And there has been such a big growth in my interest in football. Like, uh, if you remember the last week's game between Liverpool and Manchester United, everybody was like, this is so boring and mm-hmm. this is just not a good game to watch. I was very interested in that particular game because to me, that was... Like, I mean, if a player goes through a couple of players and makes a good pass, to me, that is very exciting. Yeah. Like the way he controls the ball, his release of that particular ball. Because I think as football uh, audience, we really don't appreciate passes all that much. Like, oh, no, the we amount don't. of skill level. It's kind, of, Yeah, it's kind of just, we take it for granted that, yeah, he is a pro- uh, professional player. He should be good. But like, if you try, if you go to your local park and try some of those passes that they do, Or some of the skill moves that they have done in the matches. It's so like they are obviously so skillful. And I think that's something that really amazes me every time. Like every time I'm watching a match, I'm looking for those moments, like when Bissaka making a crazy tackle coming back uh, from out of position. And then obviously there's the funnier side to it, like Harry Maguire uh, tackling Luke Shaw while trying to defend. This this like I think football as a game has everything that you want. It is comedic, it is tragic if your team loses. Uh, it I think if you invest yourself into this into any sport, you get a really like you get attached to the point that it can actually affect your mood, which is a good thing, especially if you are a fan of big clubs. <laughs> like if you are losing all the time, I think it will distract you from
0: the yeah itself. All right, that was well, that was a beautiful. I've I've teared up a bit there. I've got a bit emotional. That was a beautiful answer there, Utkarsh. I really do appreciate the answer and just and just for coming on and, and and giving me your time. Obviously, we've had struggles with internet, um. So I really do appreciate yeah. it. Um. But that's it, guys. Um. Utkarsh, do you have anything sort of to plug? What are your social medias, your podcast, etc.
1: Um. So. Yeah, I have got a couple of things. If you like my voice, maybe go over and listen to the Silly World podcast on Spotify. And I also do a couple of episodes here and there about football. So yeah. Uh, apart from that, I have a book coming out. I'm also a poet. And oh wow! I have a book coming out, uh, Screams of Silence, and it's out on. Uh, it's available for pre-order on Amazon right now. So yeah, if you want, if you are a fan of poetry, if you want to check that out, that would be great what's the name of the the book? Uh,
0: Screams of Silence. Screams of Silence. Right, guys, make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out. It's the Silly Silly World podcast. Um, I will definitely be looking at that. I've not, I've not, I've not had the chance to sort of watch it, but I'm very excited. Um, but thank you very much, Utkarsh. Thanks, everyone.